Welcome to The Real Zodiac, a film retrospective podcast dedicated to reminding or introducing you to some of the most iconic films of all time, stirring up memories of ones you forgot or wish you could forget, and every film in between. Your hosts will be your tour guides and sometimes companions along this journey down the rabbit hole. Be warned, though, there will be blood, guts, more than a few bullet casings, love, despair, tears of joy, and cries of agony. Some from the hosts themselves, because some of these movies will make them wonder why did they choose these movies. Good luck, oh, and of course, enjoy the ride. District 5 Pee-wee hockey team. I'm Gordon Bombay. I'm the new coach. I hate hockey and I don't like kids. It was supposed to be a pep talk. Alright, get out on the ice. Let me see what you can do. Uh, just so you know, you really suck. Hey, I'll decide who sucks around here. They really suck. I want you to remember what we learned. Ducks stick together, right? Yeah! Well, let's see it. I want to see sweat coming out your pores. On the house, tip the sound, swinging this strictly hip hop boy. Take your best shot. Believe in you, Charlie. Win or lose. Thanks, Coach. Go get him. Feel the vibration. Welcome to The Real Zodiac. I am Amanda, and joined with me is the ever-so-talented Quentin. Well, thank you, Amanda. That was very sweet of you. (laughs) You're very welcome. Um, And we are in the sports category still, and today's movie is the 1992 Mighty Ducks, also known as D1. Now, have you seen this movie before? Um, I have. I've seen it when I was very young. Um, this movie is older than me. I'm sorry to say. Um, so <laughs> watching this, it was one of my mom's favorite movies. Uh, growing up, we're not even growing up, but just like she, she really enjoyed this movie. Um, so like whenever I don't know when I was three or four, she's like, Quentin, we're gonna watch this movie and you're gonna enjoy it. <laughs> and I mean, I remember enjoying it, but do you remember the TV show? No, they had a. Disney cartoon called The Mighty Ducks, which featured like, I can't remember at the top of my head. I looked up a little bit, but it's like a TV show where they had cartoon um, ducks, like actual ducks. And they were hockey players, but they doubled as like secret agents. Wow. Oh my God. For that. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And it had a very like 80s, like metal hair band uh, theme song. And I used to watch that all the time. So seeing the correlation between that and this, I mean, it was very weird. But I know that this does not have any talking ducks or metal <laughs> hairband intros. Um, but we do get a good soundtrack in this film. 
Mm-hmm. Good music, good tunes. Yeah, and also joining us for this one is the lovely Jesse Candelori. Hello. Hello. Welcome, welcome. So what's your history with this movie? Thank you, thank you. Um, so I think I, I probably, like, most of the kids my age, um, I'm 35, so I saw this movie, like, as a kid, um, and, you know, like, it was great, it was wonderful, um, I don't, you know, like, I think it was just, like, one of those ones that, like, if it was ever, like, on TV, like, that's, like, what you would, like, that's what you're watching, um, and I don't remember why, like, why, the, I ever watched it for the first, like, I'm just trying to think of that now. And I'm like, hmm, like I don't remember why. Cause it's not like I, like I don't play hockey. Like I don't, like, I don't remember what the reason would be for me to watch it. I probably just saw like a commercial. I was like, Oh, looks like fun. Um, but yeah, so, um, like I remember watching the kid loved it. Haven't really, um, visited again, like since like recently. Um, so, so yeah. Yeah, very cool. Um, my experience is I, around this time, I was an, a teenager. So my whole reason for going to the theaters to watch this movie was boys. <laughs> the boys were in this. Uh, Emilio Estevez, right? No. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, you know, everybody was all about uh, Pacey <laughs> in this movie. But my favorite boy in the movie was Peter. The little kid with the hat backwards and the dark hair. Wait, which one? Oh, wait, no, the, like, the little thug kid with the leather jacket? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) He was my favorite. That's really funny. Was it because he had an attitude? A little bit. (laughs) (laughs) Just love a bad boy, don't you? (laughs) That's so Guilty. Oh, I love it. Uh, so I was like, you guys can have them. I like him. And they're like, what? That's so interesting. I think my, like, my favorite, like, crush one, and I don't even remember his name, like, in the movie. I have to pull up the IMDb. But um, the one that was uh, What's-Her-Face's boyfriend, that one. Oh, the one with the hat? Yeah. I thought I always thought he was, like, super cute. Mm-hmm. Maybe. And maybe just like, subconsciously it was like, oh, like, he's got a girl, you know, he must be great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, that's really funny. Awesome. All right. So uh, I'll just give a little bit of an intro, break the plot down a little bit, and introduce some of the characters. So it's a sports comedy drama about a youth hockey team. And Gordon Bombay is an arrogant drunk driving defense attorney. He gets in trouble for doing that said drunk driving and has to do some community service by coaching a youth hockey team. He has a negative history with the sport, but these adorable kiddos soften his ego. He builds them up because they are the underdogs. And guess what? They make the playoffs and eventually have to play the team that has plagued Bombay since childhood. Do they win? I don't know. Let's find out. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So we have uh, Emilio Estevez and... Pacey, the gal from Queen of the Dams, Pete from Adventures in Pete and Pete, uh, Sean Weiss, Matt, the head Doherty, or the Heed, you know, from So I Married an Axe Murderer. Oh, wow. Yep, same kid. <laughs> um, Jesse Smollett, <laughs> uh, 
Um, Brandon Adams or uh, Kenny from the Sandlot, um, Blaine Smith, and of course Foggy Nelson. Oh my gosh, that was such a surprise seeing him in here. <laughs> Absolutely, I was like, God, that kid looks familiar, and all of a sudden I was like, Oh yeah. Yeah, I had to look it's that foggy. up during the film because I'm like, man, he has that smug look that looks like Foggy Nelson, and I was so so surprised to see him in this. Mm-hmm. Oh, so funny. Yeah, like I I remember him, or like I remember think I remember remembering that from Daredevil. I mean, like, is that? <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> like, is that Paul and Reed? <laughs> That's a really good memory. I don't. I think you're probably one of the very few that were like, oh man. I remember him from Mighty Ducks. <laughs> like, I totally did. I was like, that's, that looks like Fulton Reed. That's got to be Fulton Reed. And then I looked it up, and I was like, sure enough, it's Fulton Reed. I was like, holy shit. <laughs> nice. Yeah, let's get into this. Um, what did you guys think overall? Um, I think, like, first initial thoughts of the film. I'm going to be honest, like, um, hopefully this won't taint my review, but, like, I was kind of bored kind of throughout. Um, Emilio Estevez, I mean, he was obviously very well known in the movie, the breakfast club. Um, and seeing him in this, I don't, I don't know. Like I did, I never really pictured him being such a lead and I don't think he was that good of a lead character to follow for us. I mean, he was a pretty cut and paste. Um, he had a pretty cut and paste character arc. So, I mean, like, you knew what was going to happen at the end. I mean, stuff that he was saying, like, you would expect in just a normal, like, regular casual movie. And, I don't know, nothing really wowed me with his performance. And I think the big thing that you have to take away from this is, like, the um, the relationship that he gets with these kids is is really sweet. I mean... They know how to tug at the heartstrings just because they're playing up the fact that these are all kids and they're, you know, they're down on their luck and they never get anything right. And then to see them obviously become the champions. But like, like I said, I think his relationship with these kids gets better in the later films than right now. And I mean, it's also like not, not to bring the meta in, but I mean, this is their first movie together. So I mean, the relationships aren't that deep. I mean, just in general with like filming. But, and I think that improves a lot more in the later films. But as of right now, like, I just, I, I feel like this is just a, a kind of boring movie with, with him as a lead. Um, but I mean, I, I enjoy the games. I really get into the games. So I think it's doing a good service there. But yeah, that's my overall, like, first impression of the film. Uh, what about you, Jesse? Um, I mean, like, as a kid, I loved it. So, I can't really, I can't really say anything about that. Rewatching it, however, I mean, you're not wrong. Like, it's definitely like cut and paste. It's definitely super predictable. Um, you pretty much like know everything that's going to happen. Um, you know, it's just like, like when I like what rewatching it when I watch it again, like there are so many movies that were made at this time with the same, the same like um, themes and. Um, same rhythms. That's why it's so like, you know, copy and paste. Um, but there are so many, there are other movies that do it better. So like when I'm thinking about like the team or like the, the friendship dynamic between like the team and stuff, like 
you know, I'm thinking, like, I would just rather watch, like, Sandlot, you know, like, just a movie that just keeps, like, you're right, like, there are parts that are slow, that are, bored, like, the whole first part, like, we don't really need, we don't even really need, like, most of that, and there's, like, these weird turns that happen in the, in the movie that are, like, I don't understand why that happened, like, that doesn't make any sense, like, there's, like, a whole conflict that they throw in with the kids against Gordon for no other, for no reason. There's no reason for that to happen. It's because like the kid, the kid who like misunderstands him, like, like it, like it's so dumb. Like, it's like, why, like why? So there's, there are definitely parts that could have been cut out. I don't even know what the runtime on this movie was. Do you? 144. 144. Oh, okay. Okay. So yeah. Okay. No, they could have cut some stuff out and it would have been, I mean, not, not like a ton, but like, there's just like some things that you're just like, okay. But like the, um, tr- like the, the, um, practice montages were good. Um, and like, um, just like Quentin, the, the games were good as well. So I like those parts, but I think he's right. Like it drags in like all of kind of like the extra parts, like that you're, you're just like, okay, like we, we can do less, less of this and more of like the actual sport. Yeah. Yeah, very good points. Yeah, so I I definitely don't disagree with anything you guys have said. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it is what it is. Like, sure, it's it's a tropey movie that, I mean, we we've seen it done over and over again for decades. So yeah, oh yeah. I think the thing that really sparks my interest is how did they come up with two more movies after this? (laughs) The second one is a very different film than this one. I feel. So obviously they find a different like kind of um premise for each film but it's just like when I first watched this I was like how are there two more sequels <laughs> Yeah I mean the second one is pretty um it, uh, the premise of the second one is just so stupid um yes, you know like, I agree. Where, you know, they become, they become a sponsor for like a Goodwills game or something stupid. Yeah. And it just doesn't, like, it doesn't make any sense. Like that, like, but the, I guess that follow up, like, it doesn't make sense, but it does at the same time. The third one is just like bananas bonkers. And like Emilio Estevez isn't even in it. He's like in it for like five minutes where he's like, I gotta, do he's like I gotta be some chairman of something and you're like what? (laughs) (laughs) Um and like and that one is just like Charlie being a dick the whole time, basically. Yeah. Um what happens in the end, but it's like I mean it like you go from like okay like this exciting like oh we're we could be like Pee Wee champions to the third one that's then like this is a game between varsity and JV and it's like what? (laughs) Like why am I watching this? This is so stupid. <laughs> like the second one, it does like ramp it up a little bit, where it's like, oh, we're like representing America in some stupid international like, league, which yeah. is crazy. <laughs> where like Iceland is the villain. It's like, <laughs> like where'd yeah. you pull that? Like some of the stuff that doesn't make sense in the in the first one too is that like like they're like they treat the the Peely, um hockey championships as like this huge thing. But, like, we know from, like, facts in the movie that it's really just, like, a small region. Like, it's not this, like, statewide thing that's, like, oh, my God. Like, so when they go to the second one and they pull these, and, like, we know that because of, like, the whole part with, like, 
banks and like how he lives on the wrong side of town or whatever. Um, but like, or it's the county or whatever it is where they're like, you know, you have to play for ducks. And so, but like when we get to the second one and they're, how they're representing the U S it's like, dude, these kids were like from a district. Like how are all of them chosen for this team? Because they're not that great. Like most of them are not great. Like banks. Sure. He's great. He's like the best. Everybody else, eh. like by the third one, like I think Charlie becomes like captain. Like he becomes like, like, or maybe it's the second one where he's like running plays or something. He's like not even playing that often. Like it's so strange. Like, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <sighs> so maybe don't watch the other two. No, yeah. There's no reason to, <laughs> unless you're a completist and you have to. You know, the one thing I will say though, is that they, whoever wrote, um, gold, Berg's character really did their homework on Philly research because they definitely like, and they carry it through the whole thing too, which is interesting. Like that they carry that, that, that stays the whole time. But like he wears a, a Flyers jersey. I think he's wearing, actually now I can't remember, but it's either Gino's or Pat Stakes shirt, which is a place in Philadelphia. Like they, and they definitely like, so they like carry that small, those small details throughout the whole series, which I thought was crazy. So, I mean, I will say that at least somebody did their Philly homework or was from Philly. I don't know. Right. <laughs> that is pretty good. That's a good detail. I, I would have totally missed. Yeah. No, it's good. Cause I was like, when I saw the shirt, I was like, Oh, like, okay. Like you, that's, that's a real place in Philadelphia. Okay. Very cool. All right. We touched on them a little bit. Um, but, uh, Let's talk about Coach Gordon Bombay and this whatever kind of story arc <laughs> that he kind of goes through. Yeah. Um, the, the thing that I'm going to mention just right off the bat is they really hand fist his problem immediately in the like first like three seconds of the movie. And then like you're going to hear the same lines and slash scene throughout the whole movie. Like, they really do not want you to forget that he is traumatized by him messing up and not getting the last goal for the game whenever he was a child. Um, because it's, it's good to mention that Coach Jack Riley basically, basically fucked this kid up for the rest of his life. <laughs> and yet everybody, like, remembers him. Like, how? Like, how did they remember him? <laughs> He's like 11 or something. They're like, oh, you could have been the best. And it's like, yeah, but he still had how many years of peewee hockey to go through before he would even get to, like, I don't know what happens, minors, I guess, or, like, you know, yeah. high school for the minors. And, like, how are all of these people remembering this kid? But, yeah, <laughs> like, and, you know, like, his dad, what, his dad dies. Is that correct? Mm -hmm. Yeah, they yep. do touch on that, too. Yeah, and how he's, like, so, like, distraught about that but you're right like they do like hammer that home <laughs> that whole point like you're never gonna be the same again and i don't know about you guys but have you had anything in your childhood of this nature that you have carried on your shoulders well into adulthood that it has affected the kind of job that you take and <laughs> causes you to just drink and drive all over the place and Act like a fool. <laughs> um, no. <laughs> I have not. I have not done anything in the terms of getting a DUI. Oh, nice. 
<laughs> Good for you. Yes, <laughs> it's the small victories. But yeah, so uh, we have we have the coach uh, who is carrying a huge chip on his shoulder. His coach uh, let him never forget letting everyone down by missing the final final point in a in a game, and uh, he now. Uh, but it's not, and it's not even the final point though. It's like a shootout, which is like. Not an easy thing to win. Like, mm-hmm. like I feel like a shootout is like the worst part about hockey, right? Because it's like the worst way to decide a game. Like, it yes, one on one. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. So, and I mean the not- fact that it happens like that, and then it'll come back later on in the film at the end. Right. Mm-hmm. It's just like, oh, okay, all right. <laughs> you just gotta <laughs> go with it. So. Yep. So he's a now has to do his community service because his boss, you know, kind of work things through through politics and whatnot, and with some money. Duckworth. To talk about yeah, Mr. Duckworth. First, and <laughs> like, what the fuck problem? Like, you know, he starts out the movie of like being like, oh, like you have to learn to like humility and like you have to learn how to like work with kids and be fair and like take your alarms, and then, like, an hour later, or, like, 45 minutes later, he's like, fuck that shit, like, <laughs> we're not and actually, I'm gonna fucking fire you, because you wanna play fair, like, it's so crazy, mm-hmm. like, you just 180. Yeah, you think he's a nice old guy, and he's not. I was he's like, just a typical just... old white man with a bunch of money. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what do you mean you don't understand my problems? <laughs> Like, I don't even remember what the what um, Banks's dad did. Like, what did he do? Was he like, like he wasn't like they lawyers? Yeah, I don't know how their connection was even a thing. Right. Like, what 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 leverage did he have over Duckworth that it would be like, no, I have to fire you? <laughs> it didn't even matter because even though he was fired, like. He Banks still had to play on the Ducks, so like, right. <laughs> I was like, okay, that doesn't make any sense. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I just it like it's just like such a funny, like it's just such a weird thing. And then like, um, I mean, like, I guess he, I guess like Emilio Estevez's character, like when he was little, was like, um, like Banks's neighbor or something. Because at one point, Hans is like, he's like, oh. If these lines were drawn then, like, you would have been a duck. And it was like, what does that, that doesn't matter. Like, what? They don't <laughs> ducks then. It doesn't matter. Like, why are you bringing this up now? <laughs> what? what does it mean? <laughs> it's just, like, some of the, the points that they try to make, like, in the movie just don't. Like, when you get older and you look back on it, you're like, this, like, I ate this up, like, as a child. And this mm-hmm. Make zero sense now. <laughs> yeah, and I'm just going to say that right now, Jesse. I mean, I feel like this film is perfect for a child because think about it. The main characters that we're supposed to really feel for and follow are these kids because they're like the phoenix rising from the ashes. Like, they suck at the beginning. Like, terrible. It's like watching five year olds playing soccer, you know? They're just trying <laughs> to get the ball. And so. They're our center, like, they're our focus in this whole movie, and I feel like that is the whole reason. I mean, we're, 
we're a bunch of adults, you know, <laughs> talking about a children's film, pretty much. I mean, Amanda, we, we picked great again. This is another Walt Disney film. <laughs> so. Yeah. When that started, I was like, eh, yeah, forgot it. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, last week we went with Remember the Titans, which, I mean, is made by the same company, but is very much more adult film. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. And so, like, oh, go ahead. Oh, yeah, but you're right about the, the kids being terrible. And like, the thing that you don't realize when you're, when you're a kid and you're watching it versus now is like, if I was that bad at hockey, like ice hockey, there is no fucking way my mom would pay for me to do that sport. Like, if I was that bad, she'd be like, no, <laughs> like, I'm not, because it costs a lot of money to play hockey. It like, does. I don't realize how, realizes how much money it is. It's not like, oh, cause like when I, I, I played field hockey in, um, in school and I played, um, tennis and those are two sports where it's like, okay, you need the thing that you need to hit the ball with. And, like, most of the teams, like, the leagues, like, they would give you shin pads um, and stuff like that and, like, your uniforms. But you didn't really pay, like, you paid a fee, but it wasn't, like, a crazy fee. Like, you're not, like, buying pads and, like, all of that stuff. And, like, tennis, you bought a racket. So, like, a racket would be expensive, but, like, that's it. Like, you're not paying for, like, maybe a pair of shoes, but that's it. Like, you're not paying, like, for pads and all that and, like, Rink rental time, I guess. Like, that's insane. Like, there's no way my mom would be like, like Jesse's dad, like, oh, I worked like five jobs to pay for, for, to pay for you to do this. Like, no, like, like my mom would be like, we're, you're going to find a different sport. Like, how about running? <laughs> you like running? Like, that costs enough. You don't have to worry about a ball then. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> well, and it seemed like even these kids in the area that they lived, it was, you know, a little bit like lower income. Yeah. You know, like you have the single mother and like, like you said, the, the dad working five different jobs, you know, the kids, the kids are a little rough. I mean, I mean, they're playing in the streets, like, yeah, no, no adult supervision. No, no adults are there. So, you know, their parents are like busting their butts <laughs> versus, you know, the other league obviously comes from a higher end con- part of the community yeah i mean you had charlie who was like he was going straight to his mom's diner like it's mm-hmm. not her diner like the diner that she worked at <laughs> and i want to talk about that for a second if that's okay because yeah. we get it we get introduced to uh charlie charlie is probably our main focus i mean he's considered and this is uh kind of going off the terms of what the kids call him the the coach's pet yeah. um and charlie's mom uh, Casey and first off, we, they like, they're, they're at the house and it's a very nice house that, that, uh, the Conways live at, Charlie and Casey. And then we see her profession, which is a waitress at a diner. What? <laughs> How in the hell is a waitress working at a rinky dink diner able to afford this beautiful, like, it's, it's a big house. I mean, the house in the city too. Yes, in the city (laughs) of all things. And so I'm just sitting there like, okay, I just got to give it to this movie. I mean, there are millions of possibilities as to why she has this house. Maybe she inherited from her parents or her grandparents bought it for her, stuff like that. But I don't know. I just, it's stuff that I think about watching a film like this. And like they, 
focus so much on on like what she does. Like she is just a diner waitress, and like that becomes a point in the movie. And um, because obviously later on, Casey becomes the love interest to Gordon, which I mean, it works <laughs> for me. It's not a big deal to me. Um, but I, I just wasn't expecting that. The funniest thing about that, though, is that like it's like all Charlie. Like Charlie's like, dude, you're gonna bang my mom or what? Like it's <laughs> pretty much. And then yeah, Sylvester's is like, he's like, dude, I, I don't know. And he's like, what? And gets all mad. He's like, runs out. He's like, you don't love us. And we're like, I've known your mom for like a hot minute. Like, right. I, like I'm not gonna. But like, you have a point with the, the house because I think, um, doesn't he at like one point say like his dad like just like left like he yeah. like. Yeah, because so, his know, dad like, didn't want to do it, like, to right. be a father. Yeah, exactly. So, like, that guy's not paying child support, you know? Like, yeah. So where did you get this fucking money? I guess because she's always working. Right. I mean, it's either house, game, and then work. I mean, that's the only three things she does. Well, they're just not showing you what her nighttime job is. Oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, yeah, talking about the kids, what did you guys think of their initial introduction with the the purse and the dog poop and everything uh, they could have it was fine i mean that's all i can really say in the simplest of terms it was fine a classic introduction i mean you're supposed to be like oh these kids are so bad like oh how are they ever going to be good i mean we're never going to see that and i mean it just we're supposed to like i guess think that's funny i mean it, i don't know it just came off kind of stupid to me <laughs> Um, but that's just me. So, so you, you didn't do that as a young kid? I can honestly say I've never followed a dog around and waited for him to crap into a purse. <laughs> like, how long does that prank take? Because they, like, gave him food. They gave the dog food, too. <laughs> I mean, like... like oh, yeah. That's true. <laughs> I know. That's not, that's not how it works with my dog, like... You'd have, no, you'd have to take my dog on a walk. Like, that's how it works with her. If you take her for a walk, like, that's the first thing that she does. But, like, you have to physically take her somewhere and then for her to walk. Like, she won't do it. Like, if you just go out to the yard and walk around, like, it'll happen sometimes, but not, like, on cue. But if you take her somewhere, (laughs) like, you drive her somewhere out, and, and it will happen, like, right then. So if you have that information beforehand, then yes, you could pull off this prank. But it would <laughs> if you just gave her like a can of whatever, like beans or vegetables, whatever it was they had, which they would have to have a can opener for that also. Just a FYI or a knife, I guess. Um so these kids are walking around with like a can opener or a knife. <laughs> like oh my. wonderful. Um and then you know it, like and then they have to follow around Follow around the dog for, you know, hours. <laughs> I guess they had all day. <laughs> like, oh, God, it's the worst. Like, that's the worst. Now, like, I will say I have seen children um, because, like, out here and where I'm at in um, southeast Pennsylvania, everybody for their vacations goes to the Jersey Shore. And at the Jersey Shore, they've got, like, boardwalks and stuff. So that, like, it's literally what it sounds like, like a like a planks and they're high up. So you can go underneath the boardwalk, like that old song from like the fifties. Right. Under 
boardwalk. Yeah, so you can actually go under the boardwalk. So what kids would do is they would go under the boardwalk and just stick like a dollar, like through the, you know, <laughs> and then you would pull it away. That's but, like, funny. Yeah, that is funny. But it wasn't as elaborate as like, you know, <laughs> the shit in the purse thing. But it was like, <laughs> a trick like that. But that's like, I mean, that takes two seconds. You get a dollar, you, th- you throw it up there. As soon as you feel somebody on it, you tug it away. Like, <laughs> simple trick. That's so funny. So I never think that's trick. better. That's better than that. Oh, it is. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, what do you guys think of the, the kids? Like, did any of them, like, I mean, other than, obviously, Charlie, who was our main focus, but did any of them, like, really stand out to you? Um, Averman was really annoying. Yes. Like, oh, mm-hmm. like obnoxiously annoying. And I understand, like, it's supposed to, you're supposed to find him kind of, like, cutesy annoying, but it was just like, okay, yes, thank you. Thank you, Gordon, telling him to shut up, because I literally wish I could. So that error era must have been the era of SNL when Rob Schneider was doing the copies. Mm-hmm. Yes. That was a joke. Like that was the joke he and he just like kept doing it and so it like had to have been that space. There's Kathy making the copies. <laughs> like, uh, yeah he was he was unbearable. <laughs> um well just it brought me back to my, my young teen years it again. I was just like, oh yeah, I crushed on that little Peter kid. <laughs> Hardcore. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> I was like, I I, I, I see my 12-year-old Amanda self. <laughs> Again, being like, yep. I uh, can see why I liked him out of the rest. That's so funny. Because, like, he like he would be, he would be, I guess, kind of my type. But then, at the same time, I would also be like, I don't know who the fuck you think you are, but you're a piece of, like, you just, like, no. <laughs> I've just been, like, so angry at that kid, like, as a little, like, as a high school me. Like, I just, and I've been like, I don't know. Like, you just think you're cool as sh- You're, like, cool as shit, and you're just not. Like, <laughs> <laughs> at that kid. Because I was so angry, like, in high school, like, about everything. It was so crazy. Um, But, like, with his character that really annoyed me was like, he's the one, like he's the like sarcastic badass and he's the one that like completely like doesn't understand sarcasm later. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What the f- problem dude? Like, like, and he, they even go through that same thing when they're all in detention and like Gordon's like, he's like, Oh, you don't even understand sarcasm. And he's like, yeah, or, like, no. And you're like, dude, come on. Like you, like, hearing what he was saying, like, overhearing that whole part, like, there is no possible way that he was saying anything with any sincerity. (laughs) But maybe that kid in his home life, maybe, like, one of his parents always says, like, crappy stuff to him. So even if Gordon was saying it, calling them stupid with sarcasm. I mean, maybe. It still hurt his feelings a little bit. And I could could see that. Like, I... Right, I guess, but like, if you were gonna do that, then don't give me, don't give me, um, like random parent number two. Like, give me like, I guess his parent, like yelling at him later. You know what I mean? Like, just you know, like give me something that or at least even like, earlier. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you're right. Earlier would have been better. Mm-hmm. Um, just even one little scene. That's right. it. Something like a little shot of 
them saying like, you're a fucking loser, dude. Like, when will you grow up or something? You know, something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think that could have even helped with like the impact of them when starting to win. Cause like you could start seeing like, man, you're such a loser cause you never win a game. And this is what I'm talking about. Like for one of the parents, like saying that to their kid and then they go to a game. Cause all we do, all we see are the very supportive parents. Mm-hmm. Like we never see a parent that is so on the fence and is just like, this is a waste of my money and you're a waste of my time. Like I, we don't see any of that, but we're supposed to get that kind of from what we see as their background. But like all we do mm-hmm. are see the very supportive parents at the games. I would have liked to have seen maybe a, a variety. Yeah. Like a, a bad parent turned good or like turned better because he's like okay my kid can do something you know like i would have liked that even but i could like i'm so proud of you now now i can respect you as my child yeah yeah (laughs) you you can eat at our table you know something like that because like but at the same time i know that they probably didn't want to stray too far into that territory because like i said this is kind of this is a good kids movie and it's disney so Mm mm-hmm yeah, you know, and they can only focus on like the one, the one kid, the one main kid. Yeah, Charlie. I I do. I'm curious what you guys think. Like, did you think that Charlie was the best choice for us following, kind of as our ragtag team leader? You know, if it was, if it was Joshua Jackson, Dawson Creek era, then I would say. Yes. <laughs> right. But before that, this was absolutely 100% before that. Maybe the third movie might have been, like, right when it started, but it, but the first movie definitely wasn't. It was definitely not in that yet. Um, because in that, in those, in that show, he was, like, this, like, sarcastic, like, but, like, lovable kind of. And I think that character, actually, that Pacey character, this is so weird. Why am I saying this? That Pacey character would have worked so much better in Charlie's role than actually Charlie. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. he wasn't, like, he just didn't, uh, like, he was just kind of like a, like, vanilla character. Like, nothing, like, special yeah. about him at all. He seemed more concerned about his mom's love life than he actually did hockey. Yeah. Very. I agree. I agree, I agree completely. Be with my mom. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know she has great qualities that many men are attracted to. Yeah, that yeah. is a very what? weird line. <laughs> yeah, like I mean, if you like, if you followed, if you like followed sports, um, or like actually a lot of the um, I guess sports movies at the time, like your team captain, your leader would have been Adam Banks, like not Charlie, because Adam Banks is the best player on the team, like, and like I understand why they wouldn't use him as a captain like in this movie because he's you know like switching sides and he doesn't know like that he likes a team or whatever so i understand that but like i feel like as like member like the the best players on the team like i don't think charlie was one of them at all and in all honesty like just looking at the kids just down the line any of them could have been the captain and probably the one that i thought uh really could have just by her character and her acting. I think she's a little bit older than the boys, but uh, Connie. Mm, yeah. The Queen of the Dame gal. Mm-hmm. 
like she seemed to have like was like the most put together. I don't know if that's just because she was at initially like the only girl on the team, but I don't know. <laughs> she could have been a good captain too, but any any of them could have done it because it, Charlie's character wasn't really didn't really stand out other than that was his cast in the movie. Yeah. What about the music? The fun little montages. The music that they picked was good in a lot of scenes, but then they just picked these random-ass 90s songs that sound like they were stuck in the 70s. And I don't know, I just... Some of it took me out of the scene, but mostly I stayed in. Um, I did like that they had Queen in there, um, because I know that's pretty big in hockey, for sure. They had a... My favorite that I completely forgot was in this movie was... Good vibrations. Yeah. With Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even remember a lot of the music. Well, so that's a, that might, yeah. <laughs> that, I was about to say, that might be saying something about the movie then, for sure. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, I don't, I, dude, I don't um, remember, like, any of it. There was that one old song, um, uh, Don't Get It. With Mr. In-Between. Yeah. That you've got to accentuate the positive, eliminate the negative. Yeah, that's like, song. It's an old school song. And it was the theme song to uh, the TV show Homefront. That was kind of out around this time. Okay. Yeah, I did not know that. So. <laughs> I like some old tunes, so. Right. I like that song, but it felt really weird. Being in this film. Be in yeah. this movie. And well, where it was placed, like it didn't make any sense because that was after they just met the the stars hockey team right uh, and they're on the ice right yeah and they're on the ice yeah that's mm-hmm. what those two players like they recognize gordon from peewee <laughs> yep. so weird so what? weird and out there peewee i'm like what he's like yeah and like can we just say like it's a good thing that most hockey players are not actors. <laughs> Damn, they were not great. <laughs> I know. They're like, yeah, keep up the good work, man. <laughs> and, like, they recognized him. <laughs> yeah. They're like, from, we're the best from Pee Wee. <laughs> what? <laughs> How do you remember somebody from one? Because, like, you got to think, like, if, <clears throat> if you weren't on the same team, like, and, and even sometimes when you were on the same team, but if you were on the same team, like, you weren't necessarily, like, from the same town either. So it's not like you went to high school together. Like, <laughs> like, the, like some of the people I played hockey with, like, we were, it was, like, a little league kind of thing. So, like, you weren't always in the same, like, high school as that, you know, as everybody else. So there are people, like, I played with that, like, I don't, I wouldn't recognize them today. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah, you'd have to, like, scroll through their Facebook photos and hope that they have a profile picture from, like, 15 years ago to be like, oh, okay, I think I recognize who that is. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Uh, Too funny. But, no, like, when I saw that it was the Stars, which they're Dallas now, so I went back and looked, because the song I wanted them to play after that was, because uh, they were in Minneapolis in the year that this movie was released. Uh, the stars actually moved to Dallas. So they became the Dallas stars and Dallas stars have an amazing theme song called the puck off. Oh, really? And no. it is, uh, it was 
performed and created by uh, the one and only most amazing metal band from Dallas, Pantera. Wow. Pretty much the only hockey fact that I know. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it helps. Every every little bit helps. <laughs> that is awesome. Yeah, hockey hockey is always such an interesting thing to me because um, I'm originally from St. Louis, and this is going to date this episode a bit, but uh, the Blues uh, just won the Stanley Cup. Mm-hmm. And so I have gotten the most exposure of, of hockey this year because – Everybody I know and grew up with is all about, was all about the blues. And like, I was seeing the games everywhere. And so it was actually on my bachelor party. We watched, I think the third game, um, because they won the world, they world, they won the Stanley Cup, um, on, or during my honeymoon. So they like, uh, yeah. So like one of the, I think it was the third game. I could be wrong, third or fourth. Um, but they, we were, we were like at the bar and I'm sitting there in like the crowd of people and I'm like, geez, like hockey is really interesting to watch. You know, like I never, I, cause I'm not a sports guy as much. Uh, I never was, but watching it, I just was engulfed because these guys are moving so fast and like everything has to be so coordinated. And I mean, the puck, I feel like the puck is like the most important thing, but it's so easy to get lost in all the detail that you're watching. Um, so like, it was really awesome to watch it kind of for the first time and especially watching that versus watching this. And I think I'm going to give this movie a very huge prop. They did an excellent job filming each game. I think they did it in a way that it was very exciting and it never grew old. Like you're sitting there, you're watching the game, but you're never getting bored. Like the edits, the cuts were all really well done for this film. And I think they did such a good job. Um, showing every game in a different way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And some of these kids were hard-hitting the whole time. Right. Especially Eldon, is it Eldon Henson? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, he was really cool to watch on screen, and it's very easy to find him because he was the tallest person there. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Um, I definitely, yeah, like, they're like this, especially this, this first movie is the best, like with the hockey, like some of that, some of the drills and stuff that they do are actual, like real stuff. Like it's not until you get to like the second one where like the, the stuff is just like, what the fuck are you doing? Like that doesn't, that doesn't happen in practice. Like, I don't know. Like this, like this actually, like there are things that like, that do happen. Um, like in actual like drills. I think the only things that are a little like crazy are their like trick plays that they do or like any even like Fulton's shot is just like insane because it's like, mm-hmm. dude, like nobody's going to let you stand there and wind up that long. <laughs> like, yeah. Just, <laughs> like that didn't happen in field hockey. And that game was like 50% slower than ice hockey. <laughs> <laughs> If you sat there, like, if you sat there and wound up that shot, like, somebody would steal the ball from you. Like, there's no question. <laughs> so, like, it, like those kinds of things are like, okay. Like, and, you you know, you give it a pass because it's a Disney movie. And, and that's, like, what people 
want to see and children and kids like kids want to see that like you know you're not like sitting there as a kid like oh let me watch like a real game of hockey it's like no like most kids don't want to so um like i i do appreciate the uh the fast cutting that they did and um and shooting those games and everything right um yeah i think they did a a, a decent job on that but um but but in, th- in in talking about that like whatever happened to like the outside rink like they do that in the beginning where they're like oh this is where we practice and then they never go back go by not Jordan just like skates around it but like they never go back to it like never a thing again they're like this is our practice and they're all outside and it's like all great and by the way like super dangerous thing by driving out on the ice mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> out there like his and um like a friend of mine like we were talking about we were talking about the movie um because he's like huge into hockey and everything and like he was just like you know as a kid like i was so like i was always so mad at like at charlie's mom for being like so crazy and now <laughs> I'm like, dude, he was totally fucking right. Like, it's super dangerous. Like, get that car off the ice. Like, what are you doing? He's like, no, no, no. Don't worry about it. I know ice. I haven't been on ice in, like, 20 years. But <laughs> I fucking know ice. Like, yeah. I, can- <laughs> I hate hockey. I hate kids. And I know ice. <laughs> Biography of his book. Right. <laughs> Like, could you imagine if that was the tagline of the movie? <laughs> that would have been beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Bye. Uh, bye. I love Bombay's like immediate turnaround in this movie, where he goes back and talks to the old, the old dude. His a uh, kind of like his old mentor. Yeah, Hans. Yeah, Hans. Oh my gosh. I love I love this character Hans, but obviously I think Hans went on to do better things for the next movie uh, because he's replaced by Jan. Oh, I'm sorry, <laughs> I should say he's replaced with Jan, uh, Hans' brother, who we never see in the first movie. But then, but then he whatever he was doing wasn't that great because he comes back in number three. Wow, and we never hear about the brother. The brother's like <laughs> the brother's just gone again. Yeah, he killed his brother. He's like, you know what? You did too, too good in number two. Like, <laughs> I've got to take care of this. It's so ridiculous. <laughs> oh, that's too funny. But no, that dude is still alive. By Hans the or internet says he's oh like God. in his nineties. Wow. Oh my God. Yeah, so, you look ancient. <laughs> so, I know. I was like, I was like, oh, how old is he in this movie? <laughs> If they make a reboot, they can still call on this guy. Yes, they could. That would be, he would be the through line. <laughs> okay, so let me ask you guys, if they do, if they ever did make a reboot, who would you want to play as, um, Gordon Bombay? Hmm. Oh god. I don't know if they should do a reboot though. Uh, said everybody who's ever watched a reboot. <laughs> right. <laughs> No, you have a point. But, like, if they were going to do something like that, why not just, like, why not, like, have, like, why not have, like, Joshua Jackson be, um, the coach? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's so easy. (laughs) 
but like he, you know, like, like, but it would be, it would be a reboot though. Like it would be like a soft reboot where it, where it'd be like still the same story. Right. Cause it's like, Oh, I forgot about hockey and my coach left me to do some stupid thing. And you'd even have a cameo with Emilio Estevez being like, no, I'm the chairman of hockey now or something stupid. <laughs> well, guess what? Bullshit. We're having a hard reboot. <laughs> I want you to name a goddamn actor. Oh, fuck. All right. Well, Amanda, you go first so I can think about it. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even think of anybody. I'm trying to think of actors that are close to my age that are maybe <laughs> haven't picked up anything for a while. But like any, probably you can probably grab somebody from a Sharknado movie and <laughs> roll with that. Well, I I totally like went not even in that realm, and I thought maybe Zac Efron. Oh, okay. Oh, how old was Gordon supposed to be? Like thirty? He had to be. Right. Because he, he he's been there. a lawyer for a while. Because he's already had like thirty. 30 cases by then. So, I mean, that's got to take a while. I mean, I have no idea. I've never studied law. So I don't know, you know how, like, how, um, rapid those cases go or come. So I don't know. You know who I want? I want fucking Jake Johnson. Jake Johnson would be a great one. Cause he's got that beautiful voice that's just like always in high alert. Like he, uh, I got a buddy who, who has, who talks about our friend who has an emergency voice. And yeah. I feel like Jake Johnson, what is it, Jake Johnson? Right? Yeah. yeah. He always has an emergency voice going. Right. <laughs> into the Spider-Verse as suave Peter Parker and Peter and like mess up, uh, deadbeat Peter B. Parker. Who was like, you know, didn't want to be the mentor and then was like, oh shit, I think I like kids. Like, he's like, do I? <laughs> um, he, like, he would be perfect. And when he was a new girl, he was like, his thing was like, he was a, like, he wanted to be a lawyer and then decided to be a bartender. So like, the, there's the lawyer connection. <laughs> and the, <laughs> the recasting. <laughs> Well, I'm going to go on out, out on a total limb and go completely, you know, trying to maybe get somebody who's a washed up actor. You can get them Disney-fied a little bit, Ooh. bringing it back, but uh, bringing in a lady, Ooh, maybe okay. <laughs> reintroduce Lindsay Lohan. What? <laughs> that would be the hardest reboot it, known to man. Is that crazy? Oh, my. <laughs> God, I don't even know how I feel about that. I you, I want it. Right? Or Macaulay Culkin. There we go. Oh, okay. He's super weird now. <laughs> now? Follow him on Twitter. He's entertaining. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, now. <laughs> I don't know. Okay, so out of our three, Jake Johnson. Um, this is a logical choice. Zac Efron and... Lindsay Lohan. I literally, I think I'm going to have to go with Lindsay Lohan. <laughs> I love that emergency voice, though. Yes, Jake Johnson is pretty good. Mine's pretty shit compared to yours, yours too, okay? You don't have to freaking rub it in. <laughs> That's such a great... Oh, uh, because I, like, I, I wanted to put a name on, like, what he does, like, that thing that he does. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he does that thing where he goes like this. Yeah, and, yeah. 
Everything is super and like important. Oh my god! Because um, he does that all the time. Well, I'm glad he could be of service. Yeah, that's fantastic. That, now Zach Efron's not a bad choice. Like I don't like I'm not a Zach Efron hater. Like there's a lot of people who are just like, like what? And I'm not a hater of him. I actually like him a lot. I think he's quite handsome. Um, I, I mean, but and he could play the part. Like he could do it. And he's mm-hmm. a plum, so sure, why not? Why not? <laughs> now, finding the kids, that's a whole other story. Oh, my gosh, please, I don't want to do that. I would love to see McKenna Grace as one of the kids, though. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay, yeah, I get Yeah, she could be the, she could be, like, the Connie. Yeah, yeah, like, the only one that's really put together but has that sassy mouth. Oh, yeah. Because mm-hmm. I, I wanted Connie to talk more. Because I felt oh. like she was a very, like, background character in this film. And I wanted her part kind of more beefed up. Well, if you watch in the movie, she's, like, totally crushing on Coach for oh. the whole first half of the movie. Yeah, I like, mean, she's she like, has a dream like, She's, like, giving him, yeah, she's giving him the eyes, like, throughout, like, little bits of this. Yeah. It just, it's hilarious. That is really funny. Oh, my gosh. Oh, I just thought of another one. What about Jack Black? Oh. oh, yeah, that'd be great. That would be amazing, because I was thinking about all the kids <gasps> at School of Rock for some reason, and just thinking yeah. about, like, yeah, Jack Black, go. just, like, out of his element, you know? That would be so cool. That'd be funny. He was just in Kansas City at our local uh, movie theater oh, just the other day. Up. That is nope. so fucking awesome. Yeah, Google up a, or find Screenland Armor, like, on Instagram or Twitter, and our little theater owner and him posed post in front of the theater for a little selfie. He's he's got his own YouTube channel right now called Jablinski, Jablinski Games and like he was supposed to make it a gaming channel, but no, it's literally just a channel of him just acting stupid and it's amazing. <laughs> it really is. Like Excellent. he's got like millions of of people cuz I mean he's freak Jack freaking black and like it's just focusing him on his life and like he once does like a whole uh, tour of his house with like his walk-in closets and he just talked about his pants <laughs> nice yeah it's amazing <laughs> i love you jack black sorry that you're not in this movie but that that would be a good one just because of school of rock oh, yeah. you can see it oh yeah still absolutely. one of the best movies ever i love school of rock great movie mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> hey remember when those two thugs tried to kill adam banks <laughs> oh my gosh yeah <laughs> That was so crazy. We haven't really even talked about the Hawks, like the the coach and like the players. I mean, can we all agree that they were like slithering and like the way that they were talking? And like one of the characters looks like Marcus Flint did in like the first Harry Potter or whatever. Like he's got the bad teeth (laughs) and the snarl and whenever he like destroys um what's what's the banks Mm -hmm. and like. He's like, man, what did you do? And he goes, my job. Like, it's right. so ridiculous. Well, the fact that I, like, this is a peewee league, and like you said earlier, like, like these kids are, like, all over the newspapers and all this stuff. And it to me, it almost seems like it's just, like, like a summer, not a summer rec league, but like a, like a city rec league. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Kind of. And the fact that this team, the Hawks, is just, 
you know, has all their banners except for the one time they won second place in the 70s. Like, the banners plastered all over a whole rink. I'm like, and I an, don't know. An amazing and, fan base, too. Yeah, huge fan base. I'm just kind of like, um, yeah, our, our rec programs were not like that at all. No. <laughs> like, in high school, you have banners, you know? Right. Like, in high school, whatever, like a lot of times, like football, whatever, and you're, um, we had them in the, in the, the basketball, like gym. We had mm-hmm. banners. But you don't have banners in Kiwi hockey. It's like a county. Right. It's a county thing. Like it's a county thing. And like, I don't even know. I mean, maybe out there, since hockey's like much bigger out, out there, possibly the different, Towns could have their own rinks out here. I know of like two within, I guess, 40 minutes. And there's probably, there might be more, but I mean, like, you're not talking like every town doesn't have a hockey rink. <laughs> like, that's crazy. So you, you'd have to think that like, you know, more than one team is using that stadium. So you can't just have one team's banners. <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess if you think about it, though, I mean, I would almost put all of my money on if you went down to Texas and looked at their peewee football leagues, it would be like that. Maybe, but they don't have anywhere to hang banners. Like, where are they going to hang them? It's like a field. On the bleachers. No. Okay. I don't, <laughs> I don't, I don't think so. But, <laughs> I, but, I, but I bet Texas peewee football is, like, super yeah. serious. Oh, I yeah. Mean, like, I understand what you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> and that, like, that, that kind of makes sense. Like, if they're the ones that are winning, you know, they're the ones that are winning, but then it's like, okay, if they had all the first place banners up, wouldn't they have the first place banner of the year that they didn't win? Like, who won that year? <laughs> like, why would they put a second place winner? Right. And it's bright yellow. <laughs> yeah, it's so dumb. He like, looks back and he's like, except for that one year that we didn't win. Exactly. And he's like, I wish they would take it down. And you're like, ah. it's, like it's so It's cringy. all your fault, Bombay. Yeah. Like, I, okay, we get it. He fucked up. <laughs> you know, like, it's just so out there. Over the top evil. Yeah. And, and the fact that the coach is still, like, riding on him for it. He's <laughs> just like, oh, my gosh. Well, it's he has nothing better to do. He's still playing. He's still teaching peewee hockey. <laughs> this guy make? <laughs> Come on, like, man. I mean, you know, you know, he's making it big. Win, yeah, those parents, win, those parents are donating so much money because that's all they want. All the ticket sales for each game just goes into his pocket. All the, all the merchandise, <laughs> like the merchandise. Yeah, mm. But now that we're on merchandise. How did they get that much duck merchandise out? Like they had pennants and shirts and like and I think scars. They like, racked how- up the bill. Like it was like seven grand oh. whenever they put that on the total for all the stuff they got from Hans's shop. You're right. Mm-hmm. Not the merch though. They weren't buying merch. They were just buying equipment. Well, they- I don't know. Movie magic. <laughs> Movie magic. I mean, I don't think I don't think those parents could afford that though. Ever spend that extra money? Whatever production team they got to make that Mighty Ducks merch like was on point because they turned that shit around right. in like a 
they were like, oh, you guys need scarves, you need pennants, we're on it, and, like, got a logo and everything. I was like, Jesus Christ, because that wasn't a team. The, the, the Ducks were not a team then. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Nope. The Ducks were created after this movie. Right. So they just, like, came up with that logo, like, on the spot. Like, some graphic designer was like, fuck my life. Like, I'm... <laughs> Did you guys hear the uproar a few years ago where they changed the logo? Like, fans were, like, losing their minds. Yeah. I was kind of, like, a little sad when it did change, and now it's, like, kind of more edgy and modern-looking. I was like, aw. Like, it felt like part of my childhood died. Aw. <laughs> no. So, yeah, were you guys good with the love story in this between Bombay and Charlie's Bomb? And <laughs> 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 Like, there was no reason for it. That was, like, no the, reason. the least of my concern with this film. Because, like, they showed them kissing twice, and I'm like, or no, like, three times or whatever, and I'm like, okay. Well, there we go. There's, there's something going on. All right. Oh, it's so <laughs> dumb. But, I mean, Charlie's, well, like, Charlie was happy. He's like, yes, my mom is getting bored. Yeah, like, I like, I'm kind of concerned about this mother-son relationship that he's so obsessed with <laughs> getting his mom getting his mom hooked up. Yeah. It's yeah. so weird, because it's like the exact opposite of everything you ever see, where like the kid's like, no, I don't want my mom to like, I don't want you in my family. Like, you're not my dad, you know? Like, But he's like, no, like I want you to be my dad, and I want you to bang my mom. <laughs> it's like, he's like, Here's her, here's her, like, her nightgown. Like, you know, like, here's her bedroom. I've lit all the candles for you guys. I've put rose petals on the bed. <laughs> <laughs> and well, I'll and leave you to it. <laughs> I'm just going to go outside. And there's, like, fucking Gordon who's like, dude, like, I know what happens. Like, he's like, I'm going to bang her and I'm never going to see her again. So, like, I don't think this is a good idea, buddy. <laughs> it's just like, <laughs> <Charlie's> like, no. <laughs> Oh my god, it's hilarious. But I do have to say, on their little date though, where they kind of walk around the castle thing, where you like, they've seen each other a few times here and there, and have eaten, and they're talking, she's talking about the castle windows, she's like, oh, with Charlie, like, that would be my window, and that was Charlie's window, and immediately he's like, well, where's my window? And I'm sorry, but like, if I'm on like, an actual first date with somebody, even if I've talked to him a little bit beforehand, that's, I, her reaction was appropriate, where she was just like, um, I'm walking away right now. Like, yeah, like what kind of a question is that? That's so crazy. Like, <laughs> I've had, like, I've had somebody before be like, oh, like, before I even went on a date, was like, mentioned something about, like, Colorado, and I was like, yeah, I don't really have any interest in that. I was like, well... I guess we'll never meet then because, like, I'm going to move to Colorado. I'm like, what? <laughs> like, it's just, like, when you throw something, some shit out there like that, it's like, dude, we've never met yet. Like, why are you even thinking about, like, a time when we would be moving in together? <laughs> right. You like me. <laughs> like, why are you, why? Hmm. Extra crazy. It's so crazy. That is when you see the thing that she can just turn around and run. You're like, all right, you know what? This is insane. Like, you're too much. Bye-bye. <laughs> yeah, you definitely don't say it right away. <laughs> like, if he's moving to Colorado, why is he trying to date people not in Colorado? 
exactly. That was my whole thing. I was like, uh, I'm not even sure why you're looking at that song again. <laughs> I'm like, what is wrong with you? <laughs> so funny. But yeah, it, it didn't need to happen in the movie, but, you know. Because even, like, the parts that they did put in were, like, so, like, it's not, like, it's not something, like, it's not a thing that, like, an adult would enjoy, you know, it's, like, not, yeah you know what I mean, like, so it's not even, like, oh, like, let's put this in there for the parents, and it'll be great, it's, like, no, it's, like, boring, like, it's just boring scenes, like, why would you put them in, like, okay, great, they're walking through, like, a winter carnival thing, like, great, <laughs> this is a not additive to the story at all. It's yeah. definitely not, like, listening to Cars, or watching the movie Cars or something, where there's jokes in there for the adults completely that the kids miss. Right. There's none of that at all. No. Like it doesn't, yeah, it doesn't have to, doesn't have to happen at all. Mm-hmm. So what do you guys think about the, uh, uh, the one weird thing that I still was baffled with watching this again, the car driver, the limo driver, Lewis, <laughs> like he's always there. Yeah, he's, and I get it. Like he's he's a driver, but then like Bombay gets fired, but he's still there. Yeah, he's like and he's hanging still- out with the kids. <laughs> just like he doesn't say or do anything. He's just like the six foot two dude looming over these like little kids. Like the assistant coach, babysitter, equipment manager guy. He just becomes like Gordon's best friend and like never leaves his side. But we don't the- see it. You don't see the friendship or anything. No, there, he's never like, I don't, like, he's not there in the, I don't know any of the fucking terms, the, wherever the, the benches are called, <laughs> like where the coaches are. Oh. The game. oh, that would probably be, I guess, the player's bench. Yeah, whatever. But, uh, he's never there. Like, he's not, quote He's never there, but he's assisting. always there. Yeah, like, he's just, <laughs> he, he's always watching. <laughs> Always and it's not creepy or anything. Like he's always he. No. His character seems like a nice, genuine guy, but it's just kind of like. No. So are they just like, well, we're gonna have you be the driver, but you just have to be in the rest of the movie and just be there. That's it. Like it's like the comic relief. <laughs> but he not doesn't even, say a joke. He doesn't do anything. <laughs> the, the limo was it? The limo, I guess that like Fulton like hits the puck through the window. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Or, I, yeah, it was, it was like, I think it was a van or something. No, oh, that was a van at that time. Yeah. Right. That was the van. Mm-hmm. But, like, even then, he doesn't hardly say anything either. He's just like, But no. it's just like, hey. there he is again. There he is again. And if he wasn't, you know, as tall and have that, you know, like, distinctive mustache, like, he could have blended into the background, but you just see him in all of, like, the, the group scenes and the fan scene and everything. Yeah, and he's like high five and the kids. Right. But he doesn't, he, yeah, you don't see the friendship between him and Bombay. You don't see him even like bonding with any of the kids. He's not really coaching or anything. He's just there. <laughs> it's so strange. It's like, it's like the writers or I guess whoever was like looking at the movie were like, you know what? Um, I see what you've done here. There are not enough adults in this movie. <laughs> Right one in. <laughs> and they're like, what are we going to have a third adult do? I don't, I don't care. Just write them in there. They're like, I mean, 
just have them here and we're not actually going to write any lines for them because there doesn't need to be a third adult. Right. <laughs> that's what they, they well, that's what they came up with. <laughs> such a weird, such a weird, weird choice. It's a really weird choice because in what universe does your limo, limo driver like watch the game, like attend all the games, watch all the games? And you're right, like that the the fact that he sticks with him after he's fired, big like that, like insinuates that Gordon that was his his personal limo driver that he paid for, like the whole time. <laughs> Or, or he like bragged him and was like, yo, just keep working for me. Like, I'll make it worth your while. <laughs> or he just rebelled. He's like, well, that guy fired you. Then I quit too. And or, I'm still yeah. just going to drive you around. Yeah. Exactly. Stick it or to that. the man. Yeah. He's like, I respect your moral choices, sir. Like, I'm going to continue on no matter what. <laughs> <You're gonna laughs> okay. Uh, Fulton reads, uh, Slap shot, one out of three chances that might go in. Yeah, his one out of five. Pretty accurate. It's fucking smashing glass and killing kids. (laughs) (laughs) One of the times it goes in. The other time it hits the glass and shatters it. The other time it just straight up murders. (laughs) Dead kids on the ice. I love it. And I love that the kids, like, the goal, was it in this movie or am I thinking of the second one where, like, the goalie jumps out of the fucking way? Oh, no, it was this one. And they were playing the Cardinals. Your job to stand in front of the box, you're not supposed to jump out of the way. Honestly, if that kid stayed there, he'd probably have a hole in his neck. Mm -hmm. With the way that it rips the net out. Mm Mm-hmm. And it smokes, too. Duh. It's a smoking net. Oh my god. Too funny, too funny. And, but he also would have been a dead hero, though. <laughs> I don't know if he'd been a hero because it would have knocked him back past the line into the net, so the duck still would have scored. Alright, okay. He might. <laughs> <laughs> it just would have been like, goal! And everybody would be like, ah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> now my goalie's dead. That's a huge downer. <laughs> oh my god. It's just funny. So yeah, we have a, you know, there's the point where the kids, you know, like Peter brings up and figures out that Coach used to be a hawk and called them all stupid through sarcasm. And <laughs> oh yeah, they all, they all leave and they have to forfeit a game and then they're in school and because they all get in a fight in the classroom, they're all put because they all happen to be in the same classroom. Naturally. Naturally. Yep. <laughs> Even fucking little Pete, who was like, he was like <laughs> clearly like a good like three or four years younger than everybody else. Right. And the other, some other kids are definitely older than the others, but they're all in this one class together. Well, like immediately enough, thirty-five. Like he's like, I mean, he like Fulmer. He's like an adult. Like. Not a child. And so then they all start quacking together because the principal gets mad at them. And they all have to go to detention and write on chalk on a blackboard, which kids nowadays probably don't know what that is. 
Quentin. Uh, listen. <laughs> I still I still teach with one. No way. I do. Yeah, and I hate That's it. That's fantastic. No, you should be proud. Well, I am. <laughs> I just hate the way that like. I don't know if my fingernail goes wrong and it accidentally like scrapes the jaw. Oh, I'm done. yeah. I'm done Ugh. forever. <laughs> my favorite thing in school was probably in the music classes, like our choir classes, because her cho- our teacher's chalkboard, her name was Mrs. Albers, but we were not related. Mm-hmm. But it had like the long bar with the prongs on it where you could put the five pieces of chalk. So when you're, when she's yep. creating the, the bars of music. Yeah, my. And you get like the, the straight lines all the way across. Mm-hmm. I always thought that was pretty sweet. Yeah, my teacher <laughs> had one of those. Yeah, but then Gordon like questioned him and he just quacked at his boss. Mm-hmm. And he's like, what are you kids doing quacking at your principal? It's like, dude, you just fucking quacked at your boss. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> Oh, okay. So you've just like lost your marbles. All right. <laughs> and I do have to say though, I did feel sorry. Like all the kids, you know, then got together and came back and got together in the locker room. And then they introduced the kid from the Hawks. Uh, Thanks. Oh, what's his name again? Yeah. His real name's Vincent LaRusso. And I just like his real name. His last name is LaRusso. I mean, That's a much better name. Obviously. That's cool. But, like, the kids all just, it's not his fault. It's Gordon who was actually kind of pulled the dick move and said, like, oh, like, he do, like, all of this research where he's like, I need to see where all of these Hawks players live, make sure they need to read or see where the lines are drawn. And, I mean, that's kind of a lot of research for a peewee coach. And also to say that, he didn't really believe his team could make it unless they could get this kid from the Hawks team. Yeah. Over I, on their side. Yeah. Um, but then the kids all treat him like crap, and he's just like, I just want to play hockey, and I just, the adults are screwing me over. Yeah. Like, no, the adults are the dicks in this. Yeah. And, like, I think, <laughs> I think Gordon got the idea from Hans when he was like, that that's why they had that whole like scene about him being like, well, you would have been a duck, which is like dumb in itself. But I think that was the whole reason for it was so that he could be like, Oh, okay. Let me wait a minute. Hold on. Like the line's different now. Let me see if anybody else didn't realize that the line is different now. And that's when he does that. Cause like clearly that fucking, you know, like father was like, Oh man, we have to be on this team. But then like, you know, wheeled and dealed and was like, all right, I'm going to have my kid be a hawk, which is like, okay, whatever. Um, so like, I don't know, but I do agree. I do agree with Gordon though. Like that kid's super good. And your team's like, okay, like your team relies on a lot of trick plays. Like maybe we should have somebody that's actually good at hockey. <laughs> Cause like, yeah, you can have like a couple kids that are all right on your team, but like you need a lot of kids that are good to like, actually do anything in any sort of like league like you can't just have like a couple of okay kids like you need like a whole team um so like i like you know maybe like as a kid i probably was like oh fucking traitor but now i'm like no dude like that makes sense like like and he's right like it's not 
it's not that like he thinks that like they're terrible. It's like you guys have been cheated this whole time. Like we could have had Adam and our team a whole time. And like you guys are the one that that are cheated. Like I'm not trying to like put you guys down. Like we need a team. <laughs> I don't know. I think I'm I'm siding with Peter in the situation where I don't know. Maybe Coach Bombay was not being sarcastic. Maybe he was telling the truth Ooh. and calling them. Oh, yep. No, I think, you, I think you just supported that, Jesse. Oh, no. <laughs> no, agree with fucking Coach Ramsey or whatever the fuck that guy's name was. Is that his name? Oh, sure. yeah. Riley. Riley, Riley. Yeah, no, Gordon Ramsey was. No. The guy from Lois and Clark. That <laughs> <laughs> yeah, might have been an actor. I don't know. I don't know where I got Gordon Ramsay from, but you're right. Riley. <laughs> Coach Riley. There's no way Gordon would have agreed with that fucking douchebag. No. Uh, fucking kids can't, can't tell what sarcasm is. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Like, you think one of them, at least. Like, you know, if it was just, like, one of them that heard it, like, it would be, maybe it would have been a little bit more, like, okay. But, like, two of them together, like, one of them should have looked at the other and been like, he didn't really mean that, right? <laughs> like, not like, oh, my God, he's telling the truth. Like, we do suck. We are losers. We don't deserve to live. Like, it's not like. <laughs> don't deserve to live. I know. It's so ridiculous. <laughs> it's not you know, it's not like he's like, oh, these these kids suck, which is like, you know, generic enough and like, you know, mild enough that it could like, okay, you could misinterpret that, but like, don't deserve to live. Come on, <laughs> like, <laughs> like as well, just been like, I want to put them in an oven and bake them at 140 degrees, yeah, 400 degrees, and then eat their carcass. Like, like, like it was so crazy. It's like, no, he didn't mean that. Like. Nobody's going around telling people that their children don't deserve to live. Like, even if you, think, <laughs> like, even if you hate children, that's not what you're going around and saying. Cause like, you don't want to get caught. <laughs> like, right. Oh wait, like maybe I shouldn't say that out loud. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like I work, you know, like I work with kids um, also. So, you know, like I just can't even imagine like saying that, in an, in a place where I know that kids are, and I know where like my kids could be, and I wouldn't—I mean, I would never say that anyway. But like, I couldn't even imagine if I had that like, if I had that thought, like saying it in that place where all those children and their parents <laughs> would be. Like, there's no way you would catch me saying anything like that, even if it was sarcastic, even if I didn't mean it. Like, I don't even say curse words, like you know, out loud. Like, I might mouth one to like another adult, but like I'm. Like would not even like say the curse word anywhere that I knew that they could be because that's the first thing they're going to do is going to repeat the thing, (laughs) especially today's day and age. (laughs) Exactly. Oh my god, could you imagine? Like somebody gets it on tape, (laughs) just like repeat it. All right, so let's talk about this final game. Were you guys like so nervous? Like, were you like tense, sitting on the edge of your seat? And did you think that possibly this could be one of those like they pull a Rocky where? Maybe they don't actually win the final game, and they <laughs> it's just about them learning and growing and being like, well, we did all this work, and it's okay that we didn't win. You know, to kind of go back to the very beginning scene 
with the early flashback from Coach Bombay and letting his team down. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I never thought, mm, this might be the end for our boys. <laughs> that, that never crossed my mind. And I don't know if that's like bad on me for not giving in to the movies like suspense, but I just couldn't. Like, I didn't, I don't want to say I didn't care, but I just wasn't as invested. I mean, I was excited to see the game. But that's just as as far as I got, honestly. You're excited because you're like, okay, this movie's almost over. <laughs> yeah. Like. I get to see the credits soon. <laughs> um, Championship game. Movie's almost over. Right. <laughs> um, yeah, no, it's not, it's not bad on you at all. Like, it, it, uh, like, I mean, maybe as a kid, like, I probably was like, oh my God. Like, the first time that I watched it. But I honestly don't remember the first time that I watched it, so I I can imagine that I had that that feeling. Um, but when you're watching it as an adult, you're you're not thinking that they're gonna lose. Like, there's no way, especially like a Disney movie from that time. Like, mm-hmm. they never lost. Like, they never did. Like, not the ch- not the ones that are aimed towards like kids. Like those like in those movies, the underdog always wins. Like every time. Like, they always come up with something at the yeah. end. Like, oh my gosh. Sorry, this just made me think of, did you guys, oh, I'm going to put this on the list for the future. Did you guys, uh, guys ever watch the movie Ladybugs? Yes. <laughs> no, I did not. I haven't uh, seen it. Easy movie. Oh my gosh. What, what was, uh, um, Jonathan Brandis? <gasps> yeah, Jonathan. Dreamboat. I met a kid that was actually in that movie. Really? One. He's the one in the beginning that actually throws the football to Jonathan Brandis. That's amazing. He was from Denver, and I actually met that kid when I was, like, in, like, middle school. Oh, wow. <laughs> really funny. I think I still have a piece of paper with his signature on it. I don't know if he's ever been famous for anything else, but... <laughs> you don't need I was anything like, else. I was, I was, like, all, I was super dreamy. I was like, uh, can I get your signature? Ah... <laughs> You probably made his day. Maybe his life. Maybe. <laughs> I totally just forgot about that movie and all of that until, I don't know, just you talking about, like, the these movies at this time, and all of a sudden I was like, Ladybugs. They like, always, holy shit. Yeah, they always pull out the wind. Like, I'm trying to remember, like, if there were any movies like that that they didn't win. Because they won in Ladybugs, too, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't, but I don't like I can't think of any movie off the top of my head where they don't win like the only movie I guess would be Sandlot but they never played a game like Mm -hmm. that was never and it was a different thing yeah and they did actually beat the crap out of the little league team that like comes in like challenges yeah the little little rich douchebags yeah but like them playing it was just like a never ending game of baseball so like it like, there was no winners or losers. Um, it was the love of the game. Yeah, but I, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, but I'm t- like trying to think, and I don't, I don't think there are any... Like, it might have made it a better movie. Mm-hmm. Loss. I yeah. honestly, re-watching this, when it came, came to this final game, I thought to myself, it's like, I honestly don't remember if they do win or lose. Right. And it was one of those things where I was like, well, maybe they don't win. And it's just one of those, like, learning experiences or something. 
But then I was like, no, but it's the Hawks, and there's this whole, like, adult with a grudge on his shoulder. I was like, eh, they're going to win. I think maybe if we didn't get the earlier game with um, the Hawks and the Ducks before, um, it would probably add a little more weight to this last game, but... The fact that they didn't, like, they, they had it, which I'm honestly happy that they did. I'm glad we got a game before and then have this game now. But, I mean, like, it is very, like, telltale that they are going to win. So, like, it took the suspense out. And when they did the kind of the compared scene of um, Bombay. The parallel. Yeah, yeah, of him doing the shot and missing it versus... And then having Charlie take the shot, and obviously we know he's going to make it. I mean, it's good. I mean, you're like, oh, because, yay. Yeah, because he says what a coach should say. Win or lose, it doesn't matter. Like, great. Take the shot instead of, if you miss this, you're going to let us all down. You piece of shit. <laughs> Stupid child. <laughs> exactly, because that like, fucking coach like set up all of those children, like, to just be off, like, to be losers and, like, to just completely, like, have, like, a really awful perspective on, like, sports. Because, like, none of that, like, you're, like, in your sports career, like, you're going to lose many more times than you're going to fucking win. Like, so to be like, oh, win or die is, like, so extreme and so crazy that, like, I just, I it's so hard to believe that there's like a whole team of like kids and parents that allow that shit to go on. Like it's just, it probably happened in the nineties, but if you were to have that nowadays, I'm sure that coach would be like raked through social media. Like, yeah. Oh yeah. Of course, of course. Well, I mean, there'd but, be like, so I, many videos of him just on Facebook live and yeah. YouTube. Yeah. I mean, he would be drugged to the drug around. We right. no longer be coaching 20 years later for the PWE team. <laughs> I know. But I feel like you could, I feel like if it was some, like if it was like a solo sport, like maybe like, I don't know, like tennis or something, like you could get away with that. Like you could get away with him being like that extremely mm-hmm. harsh or like wrestling maybe or um, something else like that, that you could get away with that. But like there's so many people on a hockey team. <laughs> like, there's not one parent that's like, well, yo, dude, like, hold on. That's like stuck in that district. Like, they're like, ah, oh, we can't move. We don't have enough money. Right. Right. And get out of this. We have to have this stupid guy as our coach. Like, there's not one parent. Uh, well, and I love how that other kid's parent, the one that goes over to the ducks, his dad doesn't go sit with the duck families. Oh, God. He's he still coach. sits with the old parents. And I'm kind of like, well, that's it, that's a dick move. <laughs> dick move. And like, I mean, Adam Banks, he must have gotten all his looks from his mother because he looks nothing like that fucking kid. Like, <laughs> like, where did you come from? <laughs> that guy is so awful. Oh, he's so terrible. He's kind of. I do have to say, in this final game, you get all the fun little plays. You get the flying V, the figure skater who does the spin, and then, of course, you know, Fulton Reed doing his power hits. Oh, God. But, I know, we're kind of at the end of the movie, but, uh, Quentin, do you have anything else to add? 
No, I think we really talked about a lot. What about you, Jesse? Do you have anything else to add? Um, hmm. I don't think so. I I think we did like a really good job of kind of like hitting all of the the most ridiculous things that happen um in the movie. Um and it's actually it's kind of interesting that you you guys just did remember the Titans, which is also a Disney movie. But yeah, I know. <laughs> but it's so strange, and it's like not that far apart e- either. Like this one is from like what ninety two, yeah ninety two, yeah. and that one is from two thousand. So it's like eight years apart. It's a it's a pretty big difference. But it like the like comparing the two and having the two. Um, having the two, like, movies, like, back-to-back that you guys reviewed, like, it's so strange, like, it, and it, it really, like, highlights the, the weird dynamic that Disney has, where, like, on one hand, they have these, like, really, like, cheesy popcorn, like, just, like, not even close to hitting any sort of, like, realistic, like, portrait of, whatever it is that they're talking about. Um, like if we go back and, um, and then like on the other hand, you have like this hard hitting that like movie that will actually take like a look at some tough themes and tough like issues of the time and everything. And like show you like, like some like hard things to watch. I mean, you know, hard for Disney, not like hard, not like, you know, some, some movies, but, um, and it just like it's so like it really highlights that dynamic so insanely to me that like I I just find that like super interesting um, that you guys <laughs> did like back to back like you're in the sports car- category but you did back to back Disney movies which are so completely different in the way <laughs> that they're like written and structured it's so funny it's just mm-hmm. yeah absolutely definitely. Yeah, so I guess uh, we go into the ratings. Oh, it, that's so tough, having only three. Um, I mean, I would say two. I would say... You it, can give it a half rating, too. Oh, I can. Throw it in there. Mm-hmm. Okay, so then I would I would do this. I would give it a one and a half, and I would say, especially now, since it, it's on HBO, um, so if you have HBO or you know somebody that has HBO, steal their password and watch it. I didn't say that. And watch <laughs> it. Um, or go over to that friend's house and watch the movie. Uh, so if you didn't watch it, I would say watch it. And if you haven't seen it, like since you were a kid, definitely go back because it is worth the craziness and just how completely, unless you're like super like married to, you know, like your memories as a child. Like I'm not. Like it doesn't bother me at all that like, I have two completely different perspectives on it. There might be some movies out there that like, it's so close to my heart that I'm like, no, like I don't want to ruin it. But if it's not that movie for you, like definitely go back and watch it. Um, but I wouldn't necessarily say pay for it. Like I would say like, try to find it free, you know, on like HBO, you can, you can watch it. So like try to do it there where you don't actually have to like pay the rental for it. All right. And Quentin. Um, yeah, I'm gonna kinda echo what Jesse said. I'm actually giving this a one and a half as well. Um, this movie was a movie that I watched in preparation for this. And it took me about 
two days to watch because I'd turn it on for 30 minutes, go do something else, and then get back to it, you know, watch another 30 minutes and do something else. And then I finished it the next day. And like, I don't know. I, I didn't have any real feelings towards any of the characters that really stayed. Um, I didn't really, like, like we talked about before, I didn't really care about, um, Gordon's arc by the end of it. Um, I'm happy that he is now going to be doing, joining the minor leagues, um, and playing hockey. I mean, that's great for him. Um, but knowing that when they come back, I mean, he's, he's going to be out. And then, uh, this is spoilers for the second movie, but like he doesn't end up with Casey. She's not even in the movie. Um, the next time. And I mean, Charlie, Charlie's working at the shop with Jan, Han's brother. And so, if you thought this movie was ridiculous, then the second one will de- will definitely, you know, give you a run for your money. Um, but overall, I just, I don't know. It was, it was an alright film. Some of the jokes were there. Um, but yeah, I, I couldn't really get behind a lot of the characters as much as I wanted to. Um, so yeah, I'm gonna have to stick with 1.5. What about you, Amanda? Let's see. Well, being the oldest one out of our little trio tonight, um, I definitely have a different nostalgia factor to it that rewatching it, because I probably have not seen it since I was a teen. And whatever. I was always a little boy crazy. And <laughs> other than I think this movie had two different target audiences. It was boys around that age and girls around that age and we were watching the movie for two completely different reasons <laughs> so watching it i completely was, was brought back to my like i said my 12 year old self where i didn't know anything about hockey i didn't know what was going on it was you know like watching the kids in the movie so for me if you're around my age and this was something that you watched back in the day and you kind of want to get a little nostalgic or whatever I'd say watch it again. And if you have kids, definitely watch it with them. I think it's a film that is, it's, it's a kid movie. It is not, not in any way, shape or form designed for the adults, but so I'm going to go ahead and just give it, uh, yeah, just, I'm going to go with you guys. The one and a half. It's like, if this was not part of your childhood, just skip it. But if this some if it is a part of your your youth, then just go back and revisit it. Like it'll it'll give you like the good feels. And the cast where you're seeing all of these people that you know we have seen in so many other things. Like like I completely forgot that uh, the girl in it uh, that was from Queen of the Damned, which is a movie that I love. And I was like why does that girl look so familiar? Why does she look so familiar? And I was like, holy crap. It's the chick from Queen of the Dams. Awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah, just hot American summer just for everybody. Oh yeah, that too. Yes. Yep. Absolutely. So but like, just seeing dreaming, all like, of these people, <laughs> seeing them all again and like revisiting them. It like when they're children, yeah. it's just, yeah, absolutely. And seeing the kid from the Sandlot just makes you and be like, Oh, now I want, I want to watch the Sandlot now too. Oh yeah, he was, that was Jesse, right? Uh, yeah. 
Okay, yeah. And um, what's his face? Benny is in the second one. He's the one that can't stop. Nice. <laughs> oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Can't stop. He's on a fucking <laughs> team, and he can't stop on his skates. Okay, sorry. That's so funny. But, yeah, so this was a Disney moneymaker. So, I mean, the budget was $10 million. Box office grossed over 50, so. How? That's why there was two more movies. <laughs> There's the culprit. Money. Money. Oh. It's Disney. There we go. Yep. Walt would be so proud. Car, car. <laughs> but, yeah. <laughs> There's anything else, guys? Uh, no, I think, I think that, we'll wrap this yeah, up. Yeah, I think we're Wait. good. Yeah. All right, well, thank you once again, Miss Jesse. Yeah, thank you. It's always for- a pleasure to have you on any podcast. Thank you for having me. Uh, yeah. really appreciate it. Uh, it's a blast. I hope. Yeah, and, and if you want people to find you, how can they find you? If you don't want them to find you, then uh, you don't have to say anything. <laughs> my Facebook, uh, facebook.com slash jessiecanawari, or you can find me on PS4. My name there, my username there is Big Green Monster. Um, sometimes I stream, um, but I'm always up for chat and playing games. All right, Quentin. <laughs> um, yeah, so you can find me uh, at Chad Vader fourteen, and I am always going to be on this podcast with the wonderful Amanda, who will go ahead and plug her stuff. Yes, so um, even though in social media I use like an alter name that now is apparently getting out there, um, Amanda Betty. I'm on Twitter, Instagram. I don't do too much, but sometimes I do. Um, <laughs> And I'm also on a Leftover Mar- Army Monster podcast where we talk about things like Godzilla and King Kong. And you'll also hear a lot of a Jesse on there with us, especially with uh, Ultraman. Yes. <laughs> and Quentin, too. So there we go. Um, and you can find uh, The Real Zodiac on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Um, Facebook is mostly where we put up our new movies that we will be reviewing. And, um, other than that, I think that's about it. You can find us on Spotify and iTunes, Stitcher, Castbox, Google Play, all of the great all places. The places. Yes. Um, but yeah, go ahead. Take it away, Amanda. All right. Well, thank you, everybody. And, uh, it's been a pleasure to have you on, Jesse. And we'll definitely love to have you on again. Yeah. Absolutely. So, from all of us here at Real Zodiac. Have a great evening. <laughs> See you guys. Bye. Hey, guys. No matter what happens, we'll see you next season. We got a title to defend. Yeah!